Well, hello everyone. So, uh, sorry it's been uh, a little over a week now since I posted anything, but I've been busy moving and just got myself settled in and did my new research. So, without further ado, um, today we're going to be discussing the Brandon Swanson case. Um, I'm not sure if anyone is familiar with that, um, but it is basically a kid that goes out, um, has some car trouble, calls his parents, and um, in the middle of the phone call, he yells, oh shit, and the phone goes dead and he's never heard from. Um, so let's go ahead and dive into it. So Brandon Swanson uh, was born January 30th, 1989. Um, he was celebrating the end of the spring semester of um, Minnesota West Community and Tech College. Um, he had called his parents on his cell phone, um, and he had stayed on the phone. Um, sorry. He had stayed on the phone with his son for approximately about 45 minutes um, until Brandon had you know, had screamed, oh shit, and the phone went silence, and he was never heard or seen from again. So, Brandon, um, was a native of Marsh, um, I guess that is in, um, Lyon County in southwest Minnesota. Um, he had graduated from, or he had graduated in 2007 from Marshall High School. Um, he went to study, um, at the Minnesota Community and Tech Colleges and classes had come to an end on May 13th, 2008. Um, Brandon had stayed um, near the campus for the evening um, to celebrate uh, with friends, you know, the end of the semester. Um, he had attended two parties and had been seen drinking alcohol, but everyone at the party had said that it was not enough to make him delirious or intoxicated. So basically, it was less than, you know, a beer. Basically, it was like a half a beer. Um, Brandon had left um, one of the parties um, before midnight. And about 30, um, 30 minutes later, it was a 30-mile drive back to his parents' house um, where he had planned on staying for the weekend or for the, um, spring break semester. Well, not semester, but spring break, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but just before 2 a.m., Brandon had called his parents and telling them that he had driven his Chevrolet Lumina off the road into a ditch and he could not remove it. Um, he said he was not hurt and had asked, you know, his parents to come and help him out and where he was supposed to, uh, be picked up. Um, his mother Annette and his father Brian had gotten to their uh, pickup truck and drove to where they thought he was. Um, they were keeping him on the phone, but keeping him on the phone caused to be an issue because many of the calls were being dropped um, or hung up. Um, Brandon had stayed in the car and tried to signal um, anyone by flashing his, you know, lights on and off. Um, but nobody, including his parents, had seen anything. Um, Brandon ended up getting very frustrated, gave up, and told his parents he was um, uh, leaving his car to walk towards the lights that he could see. 
Um, this led his parents to believe, or this led Brandon to believe that he was um, near a bar near Lind, which is roughly about seven miles away from Marshall, his intended target. He had uh, told his dad to head to the parking lot of the local bar, and shortly after 2.30, after his son had yelled, um, the call went silent and Brandon was, you know, never heard from or seen again. Um, so his parents had gone to where they think he was, um, at approximately 6.30 a.m. that following day, his parents had finally had reported him missing. Um, the circumstances of the disappearance became more complicated when his cell phone records showed that he had been near Porter, which was actually 25 miles from where he had told his parents. Um, this eventually led to the discovery of his car. Um, it's still unknown if Brandon was aware of the discrepancy when he had spoken to his parents, um, but when the police had come upon his car, um, they noticed there was nothing amiss, there was nothing missing, um, there was no traces of what direction, you know, he may have walked in. Um, the cell phone, or his cell phone data had been routed through a toner at the intersection of the county routes 3 and 10, but it could not pinpoint the exact location of where he was, you know, exactly making these phone calls. Um, search dogs and bloodhounds were actually brought into the fields, um, and they had actually followed his scent to an abandoned bar or abandoned farm, I'm sorry, that was west northwest of where he was. And then the scent again picked up along the Yellow Medicine River and then stopped and then went back on land. So there were theories that maybe he had drowned, um, but that had never panned out because no body was ever found. They did you know, scour the uh, river. Nothing was ever found. No clothing, no shoelace, no cell phone, no nothing. Um, they had followed uh, his scent back from the river back up onto the gravel road and continued to the end um, near the Yellow Medicine County line. And then it had disappeared. So that begs the question was maybe he picked up by somebody did maybe you know another murderess see him and stop and try to help him and you know something unfortunately bad happened did he go with someone maybe he knew because Brandon's parents said that he was very um you know he wouldn't just if he had an uneasy feeling no matter what um his circumstance was he was very savvy and wouldn't have you know, gone with just anyone. So that also begs the question, you know, did he go with someone that he, he knew he was familiar with, you know, couldn't have been a police officer. Um, couldn't have been, you know, a firefighter, or, you know, someone that was in uniform that he would trust. And that has always just the fact that he had yelled that, Oh shit. It either makes you believe he was in trouble. Maybe he saw something that he wasn't supposed to see. Maybe he stumbled upon something. Um, that it's just a that's always been a great mystery of what exactly was that contest. Because you know I've said that you know on the phone before, but that just means you know I tripped over something or you know I bumped into something because I'm very clumsy. Um, so it's like you know that that oh shit 
ex, you know, yell that he did at the end of the phone call could be taken in two different ways. You know, it could be taken as, you know, oh, you know, I, I dropped something or, oh, I tripped or, like I said, you know, bumped into something. Or it could be taken in a malicious way of maybe he saw something, maybe he stumbled upon something, maybe, you know, just some, just, it, it could go either way. And unfortunately, you know, nothing has ever been found. No cell phone has been found. The cell phone um, could not be traced. Um, and it's just, I mean, I can't imagine for his parents how frustrating that is. Um, so if you have any thoughts or theories of maybe what could have happened, you know, I'd love to hear it. Um, so sorry, this one's a kind of a short one, but I've had a rough night with my, my cats here. <laughs> but, uh, until next time, folks.